What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to episode 17 of Designated Driver. I'm Liz Thompson. And I'm Malia Vinnick. And today we're going to talk about the movie What If. Do you have any Adam Driver news for today? I've just seen a lot of House of Gucci coverage and a lot of how the Gucci family is not into it. Yes. And some critiques of the accents, but nothing otherwise Adam Driver related, although I would happily spend some time talking about House of Gucci. We're behind our planned schedule because of COVID, of course. We had to postpone seeing House of Gucci last weekend. So too bad, but it's just more anticipation for us and more anticipation for the listeners, I guess. Well, my mom says it's good. The movie. She Mm -hmm. likes the movie. She went to see it. I feel like the reviews are sort of meh, do you think? Yeah, I do too, but I don't care. I think it's going to be campy and fantastic. Yeah. And about the accents, I mean, they are awkward. I'm sure they're not good, except for I wouldn't want to take that away from Lady Gaga because she seemed to get into the accent so much. The whole time they were filming, she kept the accent. She was in on the character. phone to her family. And yeah, so that's out. Not hearing a lot of buzz about it. No. It's all Omicron now. Yeah. Nobody cares about House of Gucci. I'm excited to go see it, and I think it would be fun if we could go together. But I'm also okay with watching it at home. I don't even know if we can, though. Right. Yeah, when do you leave town? Soon? How many weekends do we have left? We have next weekend, and then I'm leaving the following Saturday. God willing, anything could happen. But As long as no one gets COVID or gets exposed to COVID, let's do this next weekend. I'm going to just be testing like a wild woman. Testing, testing, testing. Always be testing. Do you want to do a little synopsis of what if? Yeah, I think I can. So here's my synopsis of what if. There is a young man and he lives in Toronto, which I didn't figure out until halfway through the movie. I thought he was in Seattle. I did too. Same. Okay. And I felt really dumb about it later, but I thought- I thought they showed the Space Needle. Me too. So Toronto has like a Space needle type of thing? I guess. Never visited. I've flown through. Uh-huh. I hear it's great. Yeah, sounds cool. It looked nice. Mm-hmm. So he lives in Toronto and he lives with his sister and he's kind of a loser, I would say, maybe. Mm-hmm. He just, he's sad. He was studying to be a doctor and it didn't work out. And he has this boring office job, and he lives with his sister, and he takes care of her son sometimes, and he's just kind of moving through life, not living it. No, he's hiding from life. He's hiding from life. But he has this kind of off-the-wall former college roommate, played by Adam Driver, whose character's name is Gus? No. Totally forgot. I don't know. Doesn't. Should we look it up? We'll probably need to know. Alan. Alan. Okay. And then what is the Daniel Radcliffe character's name? Wallace. Wallace. That's right. And then what is the Zoe? Zoe Kazan's character is named, I was never sure, Shanty or Chanty. Chanty. Yeah. I don't know C-H-A-N-T-Y. what that is. C-H-A-N-T-Y. What is that? Sh- I don't, is that short? I don't know. Chanticleer? That's what I thought, too. Yeah. (laughs) What is Chanticleer? Is it like a pioneer era name? I think it's a rooster. It's a rooster. What do you mean? It's a type of rooster. Yeah, I don't know. In uh, Plymouth, there's a pizza place 
called Chanticleer. I think it's like a French rooster. Or maybe it's rooster. Chanticleer. I think it's cool. That would be a cool name if her name was Chanticleer or Chanticleer. Named after a rooster. Sounds kind of badass. Totally. She's the girl in it. She's the girl. She's the girl. Yeah. So Wallace lives with his sister. Also, I thought this was weird because we just watched Clifford the Big Red Dog. Have you watched that? No. Is it live action? Yes. Oh, it's a good movie. I mean, Clifford is a CGI dog. Oh, okay. Because he's really big. That does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that one had, the reason I'm sidebarring into this is because it had... Daniel Radcliffe? No, it had another English actor whose name is... I know, Elijah Wood. Is nope. He, he's, is he... Whitehead. He's less well known in America on English TV. He's on a lot of like sketch comedy shows whitehead white something anyway whitehall alan whitehall okay. whitehall anyway it doesn't matter the point is he's english like i know he's english and he plays an american but the weirdest part is he's an american and he like is also kind of a loser and so he takes care of his sister's daughter sometimes kind of like mm -hmm. the wallace character mm -hmm. does but in that the sister is english and they have this weird moment where they explain why he has an American accent and she has an English accent. And it makes no sense. In the same way that, like, they never explain why Wallace and his sister live in Toronto and why they move there and why. It just, I don't understand that. Why don't they say it? Sidebar on the sidebar, though. What kind of accent does your sister have? My sister has, okay. <laughs> So there's this thing that Americans who live, have we talked about this before? Americans who live in England for a long time get this weird mid-Atlantic accent that sounds like Robin Leach. You know how Robin Leach talks? Yeah. It's like this weird, fake-sounding. Like it's a rich accent? Yes, rich it's very American? weird. She doesn't have that. Like she sounds Madonna had it? Like that? Ugh. Kind of. <laughs> it just sounds, it's weird. It's halfway between an American accent and an English accent. Devorah doesn't have that. The thing about my sister is she talks so quickly, it's hard to understand her anyway. Oh. So I don't know what she, I think she sounds American. So her name's Devorah and your name's Aaliyah. Your parents had it's, interesting. It means bee. bee. Devorah means bee. Honeybee? In Hebrew. In Aaliyah Hebrew. and Devorah are Hebrew names. My dad's side are of the family. Jewish? My dad's side of the family is Jewish. Are you half um, Jewish? No, I'm not even half Jewish. <laughs> Wait, oh, I'm okay. a total shiksa. But yeah. my grandfather was was fully Jewish. But my dad's side of the family has a lot of Jewish in it. My aunt married into a Jewish family. We celebrate Passover and sort of celebrated Hanukkah and stuff. So You're one-fourth Jewish? Yeah. Is Joel Jewish? I thought he was Jewish when we started dating. And I was so pumped because his name is Joel Stitzel. Yeah. Doesn't that sound Jewish? No. Catholic. Totally Catholic. It's like probably a German name. Mm-hmm. Because I thought maybe um, your sister had an English accent and you have an American accent, but you were perplexed as how that could be explained. <laughs> I just don't understand why. Okay, it was especially weird in Clifford, the Big Red Dog, because they had this weird convoluted explanation for why the sister had an American accent or an English accent and the brother had an American accent, even, even though, though he's, he's actually an English actor. So why did they even do that? Because it yeah, just made know. it more confusing. They just want to? I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of credibility because it just seems like every actor you find out you think is American and then they are actually British. There's a secret competition about who can do the best American accent. 
Maybe. Maybe. But then in this one, too, I think there's also a convoluted explanation for why they live in Canada instead of England. And they, I can't remember what it is. It's all Commonwealth business. I don't yeah, know. I know. You can just move around freely. Kenya? No. I thought at times Daniel Radcliffe sounded a little bit Irish. Did you think that? I have so many feelings about Daniel Radcliffe in this movie. I didn't notice that, though. My take on the synopsis is more like this was the ninth installment of the Harry Potter movies, but yet Harry Potter is living as a muggle An and not using, adult. not using magic anymore. Not much that they talked about openly, but I thought there were some moments which were kind of Harry Potter-like, for instance. Okay, we'll have to go into a little more backstory first. Okay, so so he goes to this party at his friend Alan's house. Alan is like the opposite of him. Like, Alan has zest for life. He just moves on. He loves passionately. He does what he does. Mm -hmm. And that's our man, Adam Driver. And that's our man, Mm -hmm. Adam Driver. At the party, he meets Adam Driver's cousin, played by Zoe Kazan, who's definitely a member of the tribe, okay. by the way. Um, <laughs> they, like, have this little, you know, this cute conversation. He walks her home. He finds out she has a boyfriend, but she didn't want to tell him right away because then they couldn't be friends, and she wants to be friends. And so he goes home, and he's like, okay, I'm going to be your friend. Like, he says, I'll be your friend. So then they start hanging out as friends. Wait, but no, he threw away her number at that Point. That's right. He throws away like, her number. Oh, I won't. It was a cute little piece of paper with a drawing on it. Because she's an animator. And it flew away and, and got stuck in a tree. But then they bumped into each other because they were both seeing the Princess Bride solo. Yes, that's right. And then they do become friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. Now I'm going right into the one Harry met Sal. And then they were yeah, friends yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And then they weren't. And then they fell in love. Yeah. But that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, an, the same. it's like a millennial when Harry met Sally. Yeah. There's a lot more quirkiness to it. And they throw in a few like little quirky sidebars, like the fact that she is an animator. There's this little motif of this little like sad faced bird, put a bird on it, who's flying around, who kind of represents the Zoe Gazan character. Or I, th- I thought it represented her mother. Or who her was mother. Dead. Yeah. Who's who like kind of watching over her. Yeah. So there's a little bit more to it. A lot of international travel kind of ensues. Her live-in boyfriend gets a job in Ireland. She's lonely, blah, blah, blah. Then they fall in love, and then they don't, and then they end up together. The end. Yeah. And there's a lot of hijinks because of Alan because he's, like, both parts quirky and has a zest for life and also kind of a jerk. Yeah, it's prime 2013 Adam Driver. Young Adam Driver, girls-ish era. He's exactly like that. We never find out really much about him. We don't know what his job is or anything. His main thing is that he meets this girl who is also very tall. They instantly connect and they end up getting married. Okay, so how old do you think these characters are? Like 20s, late 20s? Like 26. They have very good jobs, mostly. Mm -hmm. I mean, the animator and this lawyer in Dublin, Shanty's long-term boyfriend. Okay, so the first time Harry Potter meets the boyfriend, they go to their house, and there is, like, some dust-up, and Harry Potter has to go run and get something, and, like, he opens a door onto Ben, the boyfriend, and he falls out a window. That seems classic Harry Potter. How much do you know about Harry Potter? I've read the first book. Okay. I've got the first book. We've read the second book. But, you know, like he when that glass disappears in the snake house, 
If he doesn't like someone, like something somehow bad kind of happens to them. Oh, not even intentional. It just happens. I think that it's was like, like the a... first time Harry used his magic that he didn't know he was. He just was so mad at like that yucky Ilsa brother. and Elsa when she freezes things and she it's she can't control it. You just have some powers that you can't understand. And then there was this sleeping bag. They went to the beach at night. Adam Driver and his girlfriend, they were trying to get them together. So they went skinny dipping, Wallace and Shanty. And then Adam Driver and his girlfriend stole their clothes and left them there with just one sleeping bag. And it just looked like a normal sleeping bag. Yet, then you see it later and it's like some kind of double sleeping bag that fits two. Well, they're both very small people. You know, yeah, but that was not the size of it. I thought that was a little, you know, Harry Potter used a little magic in that spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. He likes to go up on the roof and sit on the very peak of the roof. That <laughs> reminded me of that Christmas movie that we watched. I know. There were a lot of things about it, actually, that reminded me of that Christmas movie. Is that a Christmas movie? This is when I leave you. This is where I leave you. Was there Christmas? To me, I that was they a Christmas were sitting, movie. It they was were sitting, sitting shiv- Shiva. But so I, that's not very Christmassy. I think it, it was, was a, a Christmas funeral. movie. Or maybe I it just remember. came out at Christmas. Yeah, it definitely did. Right, like it was totally a movie you would go to with your family the day after Christmas because you couldn't deal with each other anymore, but you yeah. didn't want to like yeah, have to think after, too hard. Yeah, the day after Christmas movie. Yeah, the sitting on the roof. And it was a dumb roof to sit on. You'd never sit on like the peak of a roof like that. It'd be way too uncomfortable unless you're a wizard and you could somehow right. make it a little more that comfortable. That makes me like him better in the role, thinking that he has some magic. And that he's Harry Potter. Yeah. He's secretly Harry Potter. Maybe like his magic, it probably got taken away. You wouldn't just give it up. Or you know how the little mermaid falls in love, but she can only really have the prince if she can seduce him without her magic. Maybe without it's like her voice. that. Like it, so maybe like he has to be without his magic and it won't be true love unless he can Yeah, yeah. If unless he can make Shanty fall in love with him without his magic. I love that. It just puts the movie in context and it makes, makes it me like it more. Make total sense. I don't think that Ariel had any magic. She was a mermaid. Right. She borrowed magic to become a woman. The witch did it. Yeah. Ursula. Because you cannot forget it's Harry Potter. It's so it's hard so to It's so Harry Potter. He's older. He's got thick eyebrows. No glasses. He's got a cute accent. But you are not buying him at all as the romantic lead. And an ingratiating smile that I didn't like. The movie was originally, or in other countries, if you're listening to this in Sri Lanka or Hungary, which we know we're in the top 25. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Our podcast fans. <laughs> yeah, I got a weird spam email that said we were in the top 25 in those countries, and it didn't seem like a scam. The top 25 podcasts about movies. So if you're in one of those countries, it was called the F word. Do you think it's because they don't have a lot of podcasts in those countries? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's totally, totally fake, but it's fun to imagine that somewhere... When we're sleeping, someone found it. How are they counting the podcasts about movies that are being listened to? I don't know. In Hungary. If you are real, you should definitely write on our Facebook page. Yeah, I just was not feeling him in that role. The whole time was trying to forget 
that Daniel Radcliffe was Harry Potter because I was trying to believe him as a romantic lead, even though he's, I'm sorry, world, but he's short. I want him to be tall if he's a romantic lead. I'm sorry, world, but I do. So there was that. And then I was like, you're Harry Potter. And then I was like, your ingratiating smile and your smushy little face. It's not attractive to me. And I cannot fall in love with you as a romantic lead. Why are you in this movie? Although I do think that that movie was supposed to be some kind of vehicle for him to shrug off Harry Potter. But there's nothing he can do. He can't. He can't do it. Yeah, he's Harry Potter. He can act on the stage. He was in that thing, Equus, where he is naked with a horse. Interestingly, Mm. like Adam Driver. But I didn't want to see that. A horse person? I don't know. I think it was an act. It was a play about war or something, but he gets naked and everyone couldn't stop talking about it. Although, actually, he gets naked in this too. They go swimming in the ocean where it's obviously very cold, and then they come out, and Chantry says, I'll look if you look, and they like look at each other naked. That was very like creepy. I didn't really like that moment. I also thought it was thought of Seinfeld the whole time. The whole street is me too. I was like, like, that's not a good look for you. And I also thought it was creepy when Adam Driver's character took their clothes. That was abusive. Yeah, abusive. I don't know why they did that. The whole thing was weird to me. You could do it for like an hour, but I mean, they could sort of die. I guess it was a double sleeping bag. Like they weren't going to die, but they kind of made it seem like the girlfriend. It was her idea, the wild girlfriend, and Adam Driver and his girlfriend get married. I thought there was a generational divide because when we were younger, movies and life were always about a guy not wanting to commit. And these guys seem to totally want to commit. All the guys in it. That's true. I hadn't thought about it that way. Ben wants to marry Chantry. So does Harry Potter. And they do get married in the end. And Adam Driver wants to get married. They all just want to get married. That's true. Was that real? Is that real, millennials? Good question. I don't know. I think the Adam Driver character is supposed to be the foil for Wallace because he just like is jumping into life with both feet. And Wallace supposedly is getting over a breakup from like a year ago. And there's this vague backstory about how his parents cheated on each other and he doesn't want to do it. But none of it matters. I didn't find that believable or useful back information. And the fact that it's taking him like over a year to get over this person who also just doesn't seem that great anyway. Just well, he's a real really... ghoster. He has this girlfriend. They're in med school. And then he walks into some closet and she's making out with a teacher. So he like slams the door and never talks to her again. Drops out of med school and yeah. won't return her call and like they never talk about it. I mean, that's shitty, but... You could talk about it. You don't just run away, hide away forever and quit med school. So that was his big problem. Right. That he's like afraid of life. And Adam Driver's character is just jumping in, you know, like I found this person. I like this person. I married this person. I'm having a kid with this person. I'm all in. Yeah. And he's like, I'm all out. So it started out this wedding as an engagement party. And then they make an announcement. Adam Driver says, weddings suck. So this is actually you're at the surprise wedding. And so they had the wedding there. What did you think of that idea? It reminded me of Parks and Rec. Was there a surprise wedding? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it all, but it was when the twins were babies. So I can't remember a lot. You can start over. It's good pandemic watching. But yeah, April and Andy have a surprise wedding. Oh. I just felt like it was a pastiche of all these other like quirky, fun 
little experiences that were sort of in the ether and someone just like pastiche it together and was mm-hmm. like, here's a quirky movie. You can break out of your Harry Potter role. And then anyone else but Daniel Radcliffe would have been so much better. Anyone else. It has a lot going for it. There was some good dialogue. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was a little too trying to be funny. Forced. Where, yeah, where it was a little cringy. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. But I liked it overall. I really liked how they incorporated the artwork. I was Her thinking artwork. of you during that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of right up my alley. And there was good music in it. It was Canadian slash Irish. There was a lot that I liked about it. There were some pretty edgy jokes. There was a lot of girls calling each other sluts in a joking way. That's called slut shaming now. But I think it was just sort of more of a jokey thing mm-hmm. back then. A term you can own. Yeah. I just thought it was different. I didn't think Gen Z would do that. Maybe they would. A lot of the music sounded like fake Sufjan Stevens to me. I was going to go back and look up whether it was real Sufjan Stevens, but I don't think it was. Well, it's this guy, A.C. Newman. It's just like an indie dude, singer-songwriter guy. He looks like Ed Sheeran. He's a Canadian musician. Oh, yeah, he's from the New Pornographers. That makes sense. Okay. Oh, I love the New Pornographers. So they had all the things. Solid writing, pretty much. Here's a joke that I thought was funny, but I think it's probably too offensive. They were in the hospital when Harry Potter used his magic to push Ben out the window, but it didn't kill him. I think that was part of the magic Mm because he would have for sure been dead. Yeah, it was like a warning. (laughs) Yeah, it was a warning pushing out a second story window. And that's where they run into the ex-girlfriend. They're by the vending machines. And Harry Potter says, as a kid, I spent a lot of time in hospitals. And it was because his parents were doctors. And Chantry says, oh, because of all your disabilities. Do you remember that? Kind of. That was funny. I think it's probably like not good to say, but it was a funny joke. I don't know. I'm torn. Maybe if you have a disability, what do you think of that? Is that totally offensive? Does he have disabilities? No, that was her joke. But I thought when she was saying that, she was referring to all of his, like, neurotic behaviors. There was also Chantry's sister was a character. She makes out with uh, Wallace after the surprise wedding, but then he eventually turns her down. She was annoyed at that, and she finally talked to Chantry about it. She started saying, like, he was horrible. Yeah, they had a weird, yeah. I'm like, is this going to be a fake rape accusation but then she kept going and said like and then he got out a gun and shot everybody she made it really over the top so yeah and then Chantry was like that doesn't sound like him yeah it's kind of edgy I thought mm-hmm. also the end it was like a not as good version of When Harry Met Sally to me which is one of my favorite movies yeah because the moral of the story still seems to be that women and men can't be friends when they have this kind of confrontation in a diner where he kind of plays his hand and she understands that he never really wanted to be her friend but always was kind of in love with her. She gets really mad at him for stringing her along, kind of. That was interesting to me because then when Harry met Sally, they both think they're friends and then they both realize they're in love. But in this case, he is kind of sneaky because he convinces himself that he just wants to be her friend, but he really wants to be her partner. And on some level, she does too. And I couldn't figure out who was the troublemaker Sorry, I have a really itchy nose. <laughs> when it's cold, my nose always starts, noses run in my family. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Mine too. And I always get like an itchy, you know, anyway, I digress. I wondered about that. 
because I love When Harry Met Sally, but it really bothers me that they can't be friends at the end. But then the other thing I've thought about is I don't really hang out with men in couples that much ever since I became part of a couple. It feels weird. Like my friend Adam, I would hang out with just Adam and me, I guess. But that's because you were But we were friends. Like we predated our relationships. But like now, I would never like call up Peter and be like, hey, let's go have some beers because it would be weird. I'm pretty possessive. I wouldn't like that either. (laughs) Yeah. Although by the same token, if my husband wanted to hang out with one of his women friends, I think I would be okay with that. But if he had like a new woman friend... I don't know if I'd be into that. I'd be like, well, let's all hang out. Yeah, because then you'd probably call that an emotional affair. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, this is just referring to male-female heterosexual relationships. That's true, too. probably, like, totally outdated now. Like Ross's wife on Friends, I could have, like, a woman friend who I had an emotional affair with or something. Mm -hmm. I don't... But I think women always have emotional affairs with each other. I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking about that. Men are also allowed to have emotional affairs with other men. I wish my husband would have an emotional affair with another man. I think he should hang out with more men. Did you see that Saturday Night Live skit about the man park? Yes, I did. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. (laughs) I wish there was a man park and I could send my husband there. Yeah, I love man park. That's really good. Peter makes friends with men and women. Men can sometimes sort of get man crushes on him, kind of ask him, out for coffee and he's good at making friends. He's not what people think of as a more stereotypical guy who doesn't have friends. Yeah. He has more friends than me. Mm -hmm. A little reversed in that. I mean, I have tons of friends, don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like Wallace and Alan actually hang out at a park, which I was thinking about because of Man Park. Yeah. And then there's this bad scene where Adam Driver is drunk during the day. There's senior citizens playing bocce ball or something and he's like yelling at them and heckling them all because he had a fight with his wife his character is still more emotionally available and accessible than the wallace character so i still think he's a foil for he gave him a lot of relationship advice and And he's right most of the time yeah even though he's kind of a dick adam driver's height really drove home how short daniel radcliffe was and Maybe like he wouldn't have been seems so short. little emotionally stunted man. With no magic. With no magic. Really none. Back to the fear of commitment thing, it almost seems like in our generation, a strong man would naturally have a fear of commitment because they wouldn't want to hook themselves onto a woman who is going to drag them down. But these characters, the man who won't commit is weak. But mm-hmm. like Adam Driver's character just gets married. Mm-hmm. He's just ready to get married. Mm-hmm. Just like in Hungry Hearts. You just get married. Yeah. He has so much love to give. Yeah. Is he always getting married? I mean, I remember that from Girls. I when, mean, when he's Adam Sackler, he's... He's like, when I commit to something, I really commit to it. And I remember being kind of struck by that then. It's just seeming like something I've never heard a guy say before. That's true. Until they were like 40 for Gen X. Well, Gen X is our generation. I speak as a Gen Xer, a young Mm -hmm. Gen Xer. But still, I'm in there. 
our generation is notoriously noncommittal. I guess. Yeah. That's our thing. Yeah, what else can we say about this movie? Since we got delayed in recording, I probably had more to say last week. No, because it's Whisper I Thin. I don't think that anyone needs to see this movie unless they want to see Adam Driver being H.O.T. Because he is. He's H.O.T. in it. It's my favorite kind of Adam Driver. Kind of a dick. Yeah. Lots of big feelings. But good advice. I think it's worth watching. I think there's not enough romantic comedy-like movies out. I think if there was anybody but Daniel Radcliffe playing the main role, I would have liked it so much more. Imagine if it was like Paul Rudd is fresh in my heart Uh right now. Imagine if it was a young Paul Rudd or like a... Anyone, really. Really anyone but Daniel Radcliffe. Well, I think they had to make the character someone who wasn't so cute because otherwise it wouldn't be believable that they could be friends at all. If it was Billy Crystal, it would be so much better. Okay, what about this? If it was like Adam Scott? Yeah, but I find him too much of a weenie, too. Did you watch... Big Little Lies, where he's Drew Barrymore's husband. You mean her, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, that's what I said, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. Her cuckolded husband with a little, like, rear view mirror on his helmet. Yeah, I watched the first season of it, and he had that scene where he's like, don't go in the bathroom, I don't know what I ate, and she's just like, ew. So I guess she I still would him. like, yeah, I would still like Adam Scott better than Daniel Radcliffe, but someone who's slightly less of a weenie than Adam Scott. Like, like somewhere in between Paul Rudd and Adam Scott. <gasps> you got it? Ben Wishaw? Who's that? He's like the whisper-thin little English man who plays Q in the newest James Bond movie. Like a little thin, little wisp. Oh, oh, what about? You're probably right. I just don't know who that person He's is. He's so cute. Okay. He also plays, did you see A Very English Scandal? Did you no. see that? I watch way too much TV. I used to, but now I go to sleep so early that I don't. But I Even, did watch the entire Beatles documentary uh, because... Ringo Starr. What about Ringo Starr? Well, I love Ringo. I've I know. always loved Ringo. Uh, he's so adorable. But I was under the mistaken impression that that documentary was only going to be available on Thanksgiving weekend. I know. Bless your heart. <laughs> it took Bless us a week to watch. I can't believe you watched it in two days, three days. Well, it was the whole Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. It gave me purpose. Especially since there wasn't a lot going on. I swear the New York Times had an article that made it seem this way. And I was telling everyone. And they're like, oh, we were going to watch that, but we watched something else. I'm like, you screwed up because it's going to be gone. And then Monday comes around. It's still available. People are still watching it. So well, one, I was wrong. So one sidebar. But I got it done. It's good I got it done. It's I so good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I Every second of it. In it fact, done. I think what we're going to do... God willing, if we get to England and everything's fine, my plan is, I love my dad, but he drives me crazy. So our plan is he's going to spend Christmas Day with us. So we're just going to, we're just going to turn it on because you can go in and go out. It's like a football game or a baseball game where you can watch like a little bit of it. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Or you can get totally sucked in to the unique dynamics between all four of them and just like not get off the couch. And either way is good. So I think we're just going to turn that on all day. You can always catch out a little nugget. But to get back to the movie, my one thing is. To get back to it? Get it. (laughs) (laughs) First, they're on the roof. Like Daniel Radcliffe when they're playing their concert. Second, the Adam Driver character, Alan, the way he's all in with his girlfriend, reminds me of John Lennon and Yoko. John yeah. Lennon is all in. 
That's and all. And so is Paul. And so is Ringo. I know. They all, well, and yeah. George with Patty. George. because no, Patty is Layla. Okay, so. It's ironic that he's talking about Eric Clapton so much. Who and then married he, Patty gonna, first, George or Eric Clapton? George. And then Eric Clapton oh, wrote Layla about Patty. She peeled oh, off. My God, he must have been. Because you can tell from Get Back that he idolizes Eric Clapton. He can't shut up about Eric Clapton. And then Eric Clapton is like, hey, I like Patty. And he's like, okay. And they're done. It's I don't probably really more know complicated the details, but. I thought it was amicable is what my impression so pretty. was. They all were really cutely devoted to their girlfriends. And wives. Came, and wives, yeah. I mean, Ringo Starr would have been great as Wallace. I know. Young Ringo, because he's sort so of goofy cute. looking. And just, but he's just With those sweet. big green eyes. He's so cute. He was my yeah. revelation. I would. He can be in any movie, and I will watch it. It would be believable that he wouldn't make a move, just because he wouldn't, because he's just a sweet guy. And if, yeah. if a, and he if just a wants girl to be your friend. tells him, oh, I can't, he'd be like, okay. And even if he secretly has a flame, he wouldn't do anything about I'll it. I'll still and, walk you home. Yeah, of course he would. And I'll still go see a movie with you. Well, that article from Rolling Stone, I like how they talked about Mo, his wife, because I didn't too. know that she was a screaming girl from the Cavern Club. I mean, maybe I knew that at some point in the past, but I forgot. I know. I love that and how she was like jamming out on yeah. the rooftop. And when they listened back, she was always like jamming Tapping out her toes. in the studio. I know. It was really sweet. They're probably not No, I looked it up. He has a different <laughs> wife now. I bet yeah. she's nice too, though. Yeah, I bet she's totally nice. Yeah. How sweet are they? They're so sweet. Even though, you know, Ringo voted for Brexit. Did you know that? No. So oh, is Prue Leith from... Prue, oh. From Baking Show. Baking Show. I mean, I'm not totally surprised about that, but Ringo, probably just someone was really convincing. You know who else was for it? The guy who invented Dyson vacuum cleaners. Oh, really? He's some kind of a jerk CEO guy. Yeah. I, I don't know why I like, read an interview with him. I do have a Dyson. We do too. And I, <laughs> I like I it. I like it. It's really easy to empty. Yeah. He kind of took this economic angle yeah, that's that it would stupid. be better. Oh, that's too bad about Ringo. Some bad news. So he just I think he just didn't there? know any better. He's yeah, he still lives there. Is Dyson like Elon Musk? He seems like he would be a Brexiteer. Too. Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like kind of Elon Musk like. Yeah. We are way off topic now, but to our conversation <laughs> about, if, there's not yeah, that much okay, to say. Yeah. To our conversation about horoscopes, though, Ringo oh, yeah. is a cancer man. And so he's at home. He's brokering home. peace at home. He's staying at home. He likes England. I kind of get the yeah. Brexiteer thing. I give yeah. him a pass on it because he's so sweet. Because he's Ringo Starr. You got to love a homebody man. I'm married to I a like, homebody man. I like that. Because they're just around. Domestic man is nice. I bet Wallace is a homebody too. <laughs> well, he's a, yeah, a little too far. He's kind he's of like afraid a of the world. And he was all about self pity. Mm -hmm. That's what was not likable. They had this thing about Elvis at Wallace and Chantry. Talked about Elvis. About that sandwich. Yeah, about this gross sandwich that was just like bread hollowed out with a whole thing of peanut butter and a whole thing of jelly and then baked. With lots of butter on it. They each made that for each other to apologize. And then they finally kissed at that moment. Right. Yeah. Peanut butter kisses sound unsexy, first of all. Did they eat it? They didn't eat I it. I don't know. Right. Second of all, 
I don't like peanut butter and jelly. I've never liked peanut butter and jelly. Mm. I think it's gross, and I don't know why that was a thing. But I think the director was like, here's a quirky thing that we will insert into this story, and it'll be a fun motif. But it wasn't. It was just dumb. I mean, I was okay with it. I was confused at first when they were talking about the whole Elvis. I could. It was like hard to hear them or something. There was a mistake. Wallace was a med student, and he said... Elvis had 40 pounds of undigested food in his intestines when he died. If food is in your intestines, it's digested. That's true. How did he not know that? Yeah, right? So that's a little plot hole there. Yeah. Also, why bring Elvis into this? Also, Elvis didn't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. He ate peanut butter and banana sandwiches fried. I wrote a whole paper about Elvis when I was in college. Okay, say more. I love peanut butter and banana sandwiches. I don't like bananas. That sounds actually really good. You don't like bananas either. It's the only food I don't really like. I eat bananas, and I think it's because I'm like the laziest person when it comes to food. I only heat things up in the microwave to feed myself, or Mm. like I eat a banana. You don't have to wash it or Mm -hmm. cut it up. It's just there. It's ready. I think that's why I just go to bananas. I don't care for them. Because of their mushiness? Yeah. Why don't you just eat snot? That's what I have to say about a banana. Whoa, that's that is extreme. I mean, it depends on how mushy it is. I that's like what them. that's what Adam Sackler said about ice cream. Why don't you just eat snot? In so many words, he hated his character hated ice cream because he said it was like cold mucus. Do you remember that in Girls? No. It was so gross that it kind of like, it doesn't actually ruin ice cream for me, but kind of because I think about it when I eat ice cream. You know what's funny? I'm like, is it like cold mucus? But it's harder than that. But what if it's soft serve? What if it's a malt? Maybe it is. Is it true that dairy causes mucus formation? You know how they say you shouldn't eat dairy when you're sick, when you have a cold? Yeah. Because you can cause... I think that is true. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Something you should know about me is that I'm not a doctor. I wish I was a doctor, kind of. No. I mean, too much responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility. But I wish someone would have said to me as a child, you could be a doctor. I never considered it. I just thought it sounded hard, the whole like staying up late, which now as a twins mom slash sleep disorder survivor, I could do that. My sister's a doctor and she is. She doesn't like it. So you probably dodged a bullet there. I guess. But she has probably a secure career. Oh, yeah. She can work forever. Or quit whenever. Mm. Because do you save up a ton of money? Well, she's not a doctor here. I think she makes pretty good money, but it's not like she can quit tomorrow or anything. You know, mm-hmm. she's got a family. She's Devora. the main. Yep. B. She's V. Buzz Buzz. Do you call her Dove or what? Dove is cool. No, we call her D. D. Just D. Devi. Just D. Just D. Do you like Wet Leg, the band? Oh, do they have the song about the... Chaise Lounge? Yeah, the Chaise Lounge. Yeah, yeah, my sister loves that band. When you go to England... In England, it's pronounced Chaise Long. Chaise Long. Yeah, that's how, what it is yeah. in the song. But in the beginning, she's like, I went to school and I got a degree, the big D. She calls the degree maybe that's a why, big D. Maybe that's why Devorah likes her, likes them. The big D. My sister. Well, that's a great song. Yes. Every once in a while, my sister sends me music I should listen to. And she sent me that like three or four months ago. And we oh listened to it a few times. Yeah. And then my brother-in-law is a recording engineer. So every once in a while, they'll send me something he's working on. And that's kind of fun. Get the inside scoop. But I don't think you should be a doctor. But what I was going to say about Adam Seichler and ice cream is at the Science Museum where I work, one of our premier sponsors is Midwest Dairy. So we're always trying to find ways to like connect what we're doing to milk. And our PR lead, friend of the show, Carolyn, 
and hey, I Carolyn. were chit-chatting about how we could make Adam Driver an ice cream. And I went down this long rabbit hole trying to find pictures of Adam Driver, like GIFs, because you know how we like to send each other GIFs, yeah. of Adam Driver eating ice cream. And it was harder than you would think. And now I think maybe that's because Adam Sackler doesn't like ice cream. Oh, maybe that came from Adam Driver. Maybe he, maybe like, he ad-libbed thinks, that yeah. and he never eats ice cream. I can see him saying, like, ice cream. <sighs> I'd never eat ice cream. Cause it's his, too frivolous. Yeah, he's a machine. And his body, he feeds the machine. Well, and that Stephen Colbert, he was recently on The Late Show or whatever show Stephen Colbert hosts. Stephen says, are you like one of those people that can eat whatever and never get fat? He said no. I think because he's older now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see how he looks different versus 2013 when he was a young lad. He still looks like himself, but he doesn't have... I guess we'll have to watch him in The Last Duel and see if he has that same animal vibe that he young looks, Adam yeah. had. He's very civilized and Gucci looking, but I like it and yeah. distinguished. I'm really looking forward to the Adam Driver middle age years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. He's already like owning it kind of with Gucci and with, what's the name oatmeal. of Oatmeal. <laughs> Where he has a big paunch. It's like Oatmeal, but it's not. You're, are you joking? No, that's the working title of that movie that he's no, no, making no. with Noah Baumbach. Wheat germ. Wheat germ. <laughs> you were close. That was really close. Same thing. I like oatmeal better. I just can't say the word wheat germ. I remember the 70s and my dad was into what was called health food stores at the time. Mm -hmm. 70s granola, crunchy vitamin stores. a lot of health food stores in Blooming Prairie? Well, it wouldn't have been in Blooming Prairie. It would have been like in the mall in Austin or Owatonna. And that's where you get like carob and wheat germ. I don't know what it is. It's something that reminds me of those days when the foods were not good. They did Mm-mm. not. They're like real stodgy, fake chocolate. Carob is disgusting. Foods. It's so gross. There's no excuse for carob. Dislike. We also went to health food stores when I was a kid. Our health food store was called Cheese and Stuff. And Joel thinks that's <laughs> hilarious. That is hilarious. I went to Wisconsin yesterday. Did you go to Cheese and Stuff? I'm no. not. Actually, I don't think they have that in Wisconsin. But I saw this funny sign. We went to this thrift store and zero people were wearing masks, of course, except for us. But there was a sign by the register that said to make sure to social distance six feet between people, one cow between people. And then there was like stick figures with like a cow in between them. And it was so Wisconsin. That's cute. We went into Wisconsin and the girls are like, it feels different. It just seems different. And I do think Wisconsin and Minnesota are so different right now because of COVID especially, because no one will wear a mask in Wisconsin and it is insane. We have a ton of COVID right now and they probably have even more, but no one gets tested. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have all had it like five times. Just Maybe. not getting it. Like no one changed a thing. It seemed like from my perspective. Although, don't you, I mean, in the pre-COVID times, I always enjoyed going to Wisconsin because I feel that people in Wisconsin are friendlier. Heck yes, they and, are. Yeah, yeah they're more fun. In, in Minnesota yeah. are kind of snooty and like cold. I don't like it. Yeah, you're so right. That's what I always thought of, about Wisconsin too. But then Wisconsin just keeps getting more like Trumpy. Yeah. That bumps me out. It's like ruining the fun side of Wisconsin. I know. Yeah, Wisconsin's like a fun, fun version of Minnesota. Yeah, and people are nicer. And at a that. bar, like people like all mingle we'll and chat talk with you. to each yeah. other. 
Yeah, at and, a bar. Yeah, and people don't not. do that here. Oh no, and Just I don't like that. Friends, it makes me angry at Minnesotans for being that way. It's like my least favorite thing. I am in, actually like if I think about it too much, I'll become furious. It's just going to get even worse. I know. Don't it's you playing think? to our worst isolation, and it's so bad. I'm worried. Yes, me too. The way people don't know how to interact even more, which is already for Minnesota a little rough. Mm-hmm. It just seems even worse. America is unhinged. It's just too much. Sri Lanka and Hungary. Don't come here. You don't want to live here. It's like crazy. We're the know. worst. I'm sorry, America. Maybe we should move to Toronto. <laughs> Toronto looks cool. My brother yeah. and his wife lived in Montreal for several years and visited Love there a few times, a couple times. It was really cool. I went from thinking that the movie was set in Seattle, then I slightly moved to Canada and thought it was in Vancouver. And then by the end, I had figured out it was in Toronto. They I mean, they it. allude to Toronto several times. I was like, that's interesting. Like, they're going on a trip to Toronto. Like, she sends her boyfriend postcards from Toronto. Yeah, and I was like, like even why then, did she I was have like, that's that? funny. Like, why yeah. is she sent? Is that like a funny joke that they have because they're in Seattle and they're sent? Yeah. I, even that point, I like could not make the connection in my head that they were in Toronto. There's some things that were a little bit confusing about the movie. Like, whose house was it? There's a scene in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and Wallace is with Adam His Driver. Sister. Oh, okay, yeah. They're different. sitting at a kitchen table, but it seems like a totally different kitchen. His girlfriend is there. So that must be where Adam Driver lived. Why is Wallace there? But it looked totally different from the kitchen at the party, which I think was Adam Driver's house. Mm-hmm. And then on Wikipedia, it doesn't say they're friends. It says they're roommates, which threw me off again until I realized he lived with his sister. The Wikipedia person was also confused. I think they were roommates in college. Oh, roommates in college. Yes, that's what they were. Yeah. That would explain their friendship. There was a girl that I recognized from a Canadian show called Working Moms. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. I just watched a couple episodes of it. It's pretty funny. People like it. It was the woman in the bar, and she had a real strong foreign accent like i think that accent lady is oh the spanish lady who's spanish yeah ben is helping her home when she's drunk or something and wearing high heels so yeah it's definitely a canadian which Mm -hmm. is usually a positive Mm -hmm. mark in my book how many combs are you going to give what if slash the f word Mm -hmm. it was changed for america f for fuck or F for friend? Or F, what is I it? I think F for, for both. Yeah, for both. But mostly for friend. Mm, yeah, like she friend zoned him or whatever, which yeah, also. Yeah, like the whole friend yeah. issue. I'm giving it one <gasps> comb. One comb. Yeah. You were really, did I not it enjoy dumb it. dumb and bad. And I wish that Daniel Radcliffe wasn't in it. Oh my gosh. I think I'm going to give it four combs. Shut <laughs> up. No, you're not. <laughs> Three and a half? I don't know, Liz. I don't know. Why? Why give it, what are the three and a half stars for? A.C. Newman. Maybe I give it 1.5 because I give 0.5 to A.C. Newman. The animation. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I like the writing. I guess it sort of bothered me about Daniel Radcliffe, but more in just a curious way where I was like, hmm, instead of just totally hating it. But if that was your reaction to Harry Potter? And then the whole time I was thinking, wow, Daniel Radcliffe was Harry Potter and then Frodo. But no, he wasn't. It's Elijah Wood. Are they kind of similar? Yes. They're kind of similar. Yes. And I'm like, those are two roles that are really not They're hard to bounce cute. back from. I mean, they're so fantasy to switch into just I'm a regular guy. I have to knock off a little bit of a comb because at the end... There's a going away party for Shantry because she's going to go work in Taiwan. 
she has a boss who's always trying to promote her, and I'm just like, wow, what is that like? I know. I've never gotten a promotion. I've mostly been freelance and had my own business. And so I was never like at a job long enough to get a promotion. And also in design, it's kind of hard to because usually there's just a whole bunch of designers and one creative director that will never leave. So I'm like, what's that like? A boss like keeps offering you promotions. And then These you things, turn it down. Promotions. Are they really a thing? Maybe for dudes. Dudes are like, yeah, promotions. You get them if you're at a job for six months. But I don't know. She gets a promotion and she's going to go live in Taiwan for a while. So there's a going away party. Here comes Harry at the very end. Why did he have a backpack? Why did he bring a backpack to the party? <laughs> I don't remember that part. He brought a backpack? Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, that's If you're the just going to go to a party to be like, hey, hello, goodbye, we're in love. I'm not going to keep ghosting you forever. No need for a backpack. That was weird. That's At why you're going to knock half a comb off? That's my one complaint about this movie. So it's four and a half combs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it is not. I thought we were only rating on a four comb scale anyway. Are we on a five comb scale? Yes. It's <laughs> definitely five comb scale. <laughs> I liked it a lot more than you did, apparently. It really had shades of that This Is Where I Leave You movie where they were grasping for something bigger and it is less than the sum of its parts. It okay. is like mm -hmm. there's some snatches of good writing. There's some cute jokes in it. But then there's like way too much quirkiness in it that doesn't add up to anything. And then Daniel Radcliffe is like terribly miscast. And I just can't. It just I can't. It's not good. Get this. That was also the second time I've seen it. I know. I don't understand that. Well, the first time was very random because yeah. I saw a picture mm. of it on Netflix or whatever. And I thought the girl kind of looked like what I used to look like when I was younger. And that's literally why I watched it. Oh. And she doesn't really look like me, but she does kind of look like my cousin. There's sort of a family resemblance. Mm -hmm. I could see that. And I don't look like any You don't have a celebrity doppelganger? No, because I look like a hideous monster. <laughs> what? <laughs> No one's ever like, you look like this person. Peter's friends used to do a lot of like, so-and-so is you're the poor man's so-and-so. Like Peter would be the poor man's Colin Firth, for one. No. What? He doesn't look like Colin Firth. You're making me think you don't think Colin Firth is cute. I do think Colin oh, Firth okay. is cute. I don't think he looks like Colin Firth. I'm going to track down a photo of Peter in a sweater and okay. send it to you and you will see that he does look like Colin Firth. I'm the poor man's Jesse Plemons. And the other one, Connie Britton. They're both from Friday Night Lights. I'm not the poor man's Connie Britton. One time someone said I was like the poor man's Kristen Wig. No, I don't Kristen. see that. It really wasn't about looks. I think it she was more about... She has a very pointy face to It me. was more about like silliness or something. Yeah. I don't look like anybody. No one looks like me. Except this girl, Zoe Kazan. Looks like my cousin, who kind of looks like me. Okay. So that's why I watched it the first time. Okay. Totally random. It was before I had kids. You just have time to watch anything you want yeah. at all times. Like, I think a lot of people are at that point now with the pandemic. And we're back. We filled up the card somehow. Too much talking. And now we're back to just wrap things up. So really wide divergence here on what if. Don't see it. <laughs> it's a waste of it's time. It's cute. It's fun. What if you're a really big fan of Harry Potter? Just listen to a new pornographer's record and then watch Harry Potter. Put Harry Potter on in the background, mute it, and listen to a new pornographer's record. Yeah. Okay. Next up, House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, We're totally, totally going to see it. So next weekend, for sure, barring any new variant trouble.
Thanks for listening to episode 17. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Liz. Bye. Bye.